The Highlander Podcast is brought to you by Outdoor Product Design and Development, a four-year undergraduate degree focused on training the next generation of product creators for the sports and outdoor industries. Learn more at opdd.usu.edu. The Highlander Podcast is sponsored by the Utah Outdoor Association, a business association focused on elevating Utah's outdoor industry through educational programming and events. Their membership consists of Utah's outdoor manufacturers, retailers, outfitters, and guides. Member benefits include networking opportunities, recruitment of talent, and brand promotion. More information about volunteering and membership is available at utahoutdoor.org. On this episode of our Outdoor Update, we talk about the new Curry brand from Under Armour, REI's new standards for product, and more acquisitions in outdoor and luxury goods. Hey, welcome back, everyone. This is Chase uh, joining you again today for another Outdoor Update, uh, talking about all things um, outdoor news. Um we missed last week, but uh, uh, quite a bit has happened in the last two weeks, um, kind of all at once. So joining you again today to share a little bit about what I've seen in the outdoor industry, what's happening. Just kicking off, but the uh, but Under Armour recently announced the launch of uh, uh, the Curry brand. So similar to Nike brand having uh, Jordan, a Jordan brand underneath it. Um, under Armour is creating a sub-brand uh, for for Steph Curry. Um, pretty interesting move. Um, you know, some people I've talked to uh, they're they're a little surprised it 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 took took this long. Um, uh, but but could be part of some of these larger changes that have been happening at Under Armour, um, especially this last year. But um, for most most people that I've talked to and heard from, really really smart decision to to again double down on on the incredible athletes that they have under their brand and 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 really build around them. Um, one thing that jumped out about the Curry brand that I thought was interesting is. Um, you know, this this seems more and more um, becoming the norm um, just across the industry. But accountability being so important to brands and setting expectations and deliverables and being very transparent about um, impact, um, and, and we'll talk about that more with some announcements from REI. Um, but on this note, with Under Armour, um, you know, some pretty lofty goals for for the Curry brand to not just make more product, but make performance product that also um, feels good and 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 accomplishes some some really um, really good philanthropic goals as well. So uh, they've made some some commitments to create safe places to play. I imagined playgrounds and, and gyms um, support youth programs, 125 youth programs to impact young athletes, um, help train new coaches. They have goals of training over 15,000 15, um, coaches um, and they hope to impact over 100,000 youth. So really interesting that they're coming up up front, um, really positioning the Curry brand to be a brand focused on performance, but also um, doing good. And we're, we've seen this across uh, the outdoor industry, this movement towards impact um, and making product for good, not just making more product. Um, 
you know, definitely, definitely has uh, that, that Coda, Coda pack, uh, definitely has that Cotopaxi do good model built into it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Um, I'm expecting more of that, um, from brands. Again, this, this focused on focus on athletes and people who are out there driving the brand, um, and driving participation, driving, um, purchase of, of these products. So we'll see that where that goes along those lines of doing good rei has come back um after 2018 launching their initial sustainability standards um they've they've come back and added to those um fleshing out those standards and adding some new um product impact standards that that i think are really interesting um they they detail those out in full um and, and you can find that information. We'll include links um, to, to the articles that we're referencing. Um, but there's uh, carbon footprint, uh, carbon footprint measurements and reduction, um, incorporating prefer, preferred attributes of products. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what that looks like, but it, it makes it sound like every product that will be carried in REI, there will be a preferred attribute to that pro, uh, to that um, product that you'll be able to to see um, as you're purchasing that product, you'll be able to quickly look and see, oh, this is a, um, you know, the carbon footprint of the program, or this is a sustainably made product, or uh, it'll be interesting to see what those preferred attributes look like um, or, or what they are um, specifically. Um, a couple other things that, that, you know, some of these other standards um, that they're incorporating, um, inclusive uh, marketing practices, which again, uh, this is uh, REI standards in 2018 were already really monumental when it, when it came to the, uh, what products are made of, how they're made, are they, eth- you know, ethically sourced supply chains, um, you know, h- how is the product uh, produced and, and brought together? Um, they're going beyond that now. Um, uh, impact um, in in all areas of the business, I, I think, is is really really impressive and, and needed. Um, and it and it's going to take a company like REI pushing pushing the envelope and keeping everyone accountable. But inclusive marketing practices, I, it'll be interesting to see how they track this and 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 are 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 vetting or auditing the companies that their partner companies, but. Um, they're establishing guidelines for marketing assets, um, photography practices to ensure uh, representation. Um, and uh, they're also very clear to say that they, they don't want um, brands using any uh, language that negatively impacts um, any underrepresented group. Uh, so again, uh, really important, impactful um uh, statement here by REI. I'm also interested to see what what is the auditing process gonna gonna look like, and and how is that accountability gonna take place. Um, but uh, you know, I I definitely think they'll they'll be able to do it. Um, along those same lines, cultural and 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 um, culturally inspired designs. Um, this has been a a big issue for a long time, but um, really uh, cult- cultural appropriation, taking designs from any group. Um, and specifically, um, you know, in, in this press release or this article, um, in, uh, in particular, uh, talking about designs originating from native indigenous or other communities. And that's, that's been a big issue in the outdoor industry is, is appropriating, um, designs, um, and, and not giving credit or not working, um, with, with those groups, um, who have created those, created those designs. Um, so there's going to be some accountability, accountability is, uh, there as well. 
Um, but great, great statement overall. I'm interested again to see how this rolls out. I know that the 2018 um, standards uh, made some big impacts, and there was a big learning curve for small companies. Um, you know, for big companies had, had to make that adjustment as well. Um, but but I uh, applaud REI for for taking the stand and and doing more than than focusing on solely on sustainable impacts. I mean, obviously that's that's key. Um, you know, one of the the biggest challenges that we face, but also looking at sustainability um, and impact. Um, you know, across the board, right? Ethical practices in general. So, um, definitely interesting to see how this how this rolls out and and how brands um, adapt to this. But a lot of these practices are seems like by the end of 2021 um a, a lot of these things are are you know brands are going to be expected to um meet these standards again kind of along the lines of um of sustainable product um you know just the, the, not not a necessarily a huge story for the outdoor industry but but an interesting to keep keep uh, eyes on but all birds um, you know, the, the Bay Area company specifically known, known mostly for their, their sustainable footwear, the wool runners, the, you know, wool product, um, you know, they've, they've started to dabble into other types of footwear. So recently they, they more made more of a performance shoe. Um, they recently announced a collaboration with the, um, you know, well, well-known designer, Jeff Staple and, and his, his company, uh, Staple Designs. Uh, to create the tree dasher shoe, um, you know, collaborations it's, it's, you know, everywhere it's every day. There's, there's some new collaboration, but interesting to see Allbirds um, kind of follow up their, their Adidas collaboration sustainability initiative that they announced uh, months ago with, with uh, a collaboration more on the hype beast streetwear side of things. Um, be interesting to see who this is for um and who who uh really adopts this um uh and and i i hopefully i i think i would like to see the 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 hype beasts the streetwear people um streetwear in general um start to recognize um the opportunity for sustainability in um and 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 maybe this is just the start for for some of these streetwear companies for for kind of hype culture to adopt more sustainable practices. Uh, that's a huge issue. Um, you know, one thing that's interesting about the product, if you take a look at it, um, they actually have the um, carbon footprint label uh, printed on the outside of the shoe. So the shoe in, in particular has 9.2 kilograms of, of CO2. Um, so, you know, you, you really wear your, um, you know, wear the carbon footprint and, 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 there's kind of this accountability story built into the shoe and into the design, which is kind of interesting. So again, something to keep an eye on, maybe, maybe not a a huge story necessarily, but something I thought that was interesting that could maybe impact, um, impact the outdoor industry, um, in the future. And the last, last story that I wanted to cover, um, which significant, um, Maybe, you know, those who are like in the outdoor industry might not be paying attention to what's happening in the luxury goods, um, luxury sportswear side of things. But, um, you know, it's it's always been the case that, you know, 
kind of luxury and fashion, a, a lot of things trickle down from there. More recently, we've seen outdoor kind of trickle up. Um, and with brands like Montclair and Stone Island, outdoor has has kind of been this, uh, it's just, you know, been the dominant force in in more the high fashion um, and luxury goods space for, for the last few years. But recently, these two rivals, um, Montclair and Stone Island, are coming together. Montclair is actually buying Stone Island for $1.4 billion. So one more acquisition. Um, that's every episode that we've done so far. It seems like there's an acquisition of some kind. Um, you know, Montclair is not, not a company that you'll see at an outdoor retailer show, but... Um, I mean the the impacts that that company has on on streetwear side of things as, as well as the traditional outdoor industry are are super impactful um so to see those two brands coming together um and and stone island being bought just tells me that uh outdoor and luxury goods are 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 here to stay for a while at least um and so definitely something to to keep an eye on in the future and and in this time of you know covid and and uh you know potential recessions economic turmoil interesting to see the consolidation that's happening in general with that said uh that's another episode of the outdoor update uh this one was a little longer than uh, we've done in the past but uh appreciate you joining um hope it's helpful and again help us come up with a name if you've got if you've got some thoughts and if this is helpful feel free to reach out with that said um we'll talk to you again uh next week on another episode of the outdoor update thanks for listening to the highlander podcast subscribe and listen for more outdoor stories and content wherever podcasts are found on highlandermag.com and each sunday at 4 p.m on aggie radio 92.3 fm in cash valley Thank you.